Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Great to have you with us here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Well, they've put out depth charts, all sorts of stuff. Week eight of the college football season, Big Ten gets rolling this weekend. Penn State, Indiana. Saturday at Memorial Stadium in Bloomington. Kickoff is set for 3.30. We're on beginning at 2 o'clock. Great to have you with us today. Brought to you by Sunbury Motors. 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai. Great pre-owned inventory as well. Fabulous service department. Great deals to be had. Great time to deal. All at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. All right, yesterday we, uh, in part one, we talked with Phil Trotwine about the relationships he's developed in the offensive line. He also evaluated Michael Mennett and Will Fries. What about the rest of the guys? I had a chance to ask him about that at the end of last week. Let's flip it over to the other side. A youngster who impressed a lot of people last year, Rasheed Walker. What do you see in him, Phil, especially on that left side? Yeah, Rasheed is uh, he's athletic. You know, he's, um, you know, he's, Again, he's a guy that loves to be coached. You know, he wants to come out every day and work on something. He's he's a competitor, um, and you know, I love to see that. When you have a guy that just goes out and and tries to work on his craft and and wants to be great and has tools and athleticism, you know, it's 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 fun to coach a guy like that. And he's that guy, and you know, he's learning the game of football, and he's you know, he's taking uh, my coaching. And, uh, you know, I, I see him having a really big year this year. C.J. Thorpe is somebody that I think it's safe to say can bring an attitude to anything he does, <laughs> an attitude to that offensive line. When you look at him, what does, quote, that attitude mean to go with talent? Yeah, he's a finisher. You know, you, you, you ask all the offensive line coaches, you know, in, a, in the country, and, and you ask what they want. They want a guy that's tough, um, a guy that wants to finish. Um, every play and you know that's what CJ brings to you know our unit you know he's out there he's he's you know he he loves the game of football and he's going out there and he's trying to sh- put pose his will on anybody that wants to go against him and uh you know it kind of sets the tone for the whole offensive line so it's great to have and, and a lot of guys are like that in this room and it's great to see and one of those guys probably is Mike Miranda. He, as I mentioned earlier, he can play center, he can play guard. So what do you like about him when he's at the guard spot? I just like his, he's a technician. Um, he, he's always, he knows exactly what to do. He communicates. Um, he, you know, helps kind of balance the you know offensive line because, you know, he also can play center. Um, and he can also he can play both guard positions. So he's a guy that is versatile. And he's the guy that we definitely, um, you know, we, we need. And, and it's awesome to be able to coach him. He takes coaching very well. And he, again, he loves the game. He loves getting coached. 
Juice Christ can do exactly what you just talked about with Mike Miranda. He can play center. He can play guard. He's had to overcome a lot to get here, Phil. And obviously what he had to overcome was before you got here. What have you seen in his development? Because I'm sure with him he's got to stretch out a little bit more before practice begins because life's a little bit different for him now. But what have you seen in him? He's a hard worker. You know, he he's taken this opportunity. He's a guy that, you know, he, he got a second chance. He got, you know, who know who knew if he was going to come back and he, he came back and he's better, you know, and he loves it. He comes out every day and um, you know, takes coaching and and you know, he, he's also physical. He loves to put his hands on people, he loves to drive after you know, drive to the whistle. He's a finisher as well and he he's a guy that can play, you know, center in both guards and and he can go out there and perform at a very high level. Caden Wallace is a guy that was very tempting last year for the coaching staff uh, because he had a lot of talent. He was on the field goal unit initially, and then when he got to the four-game limit, they decided they would redshirt him. So in his development, what makes him a promising prospect to Phil Troutwine's eye? Great talent. Um, great talent, and he honestly, he, he, he takes coaching. Um, you know, you can coach him hard. You can tell him. You know exactly what he needs to do to get better, and and he he'll listen, and he'll go out there and and do everything he can to, you know, do it. And he he's learning the game. Um, he's learning how to be a technician. Um, he's starting to understand that his talent, you know, got him here to Penn State, but now it's those little things, the little details, just the fundamentals that are going to make him a great football player. And, and you can just see um, his his um, development over the last you know, two months, three months since we've kind of been back and how he's just every day just growing. Now he has his up and downs because he's young, but he, uh, you know, he has some really, really good days. Now he just has to be more consistent. And that's where, you know, a lot of you, I was the same way. You know, a lot of young guys, um, you know, the one thing, how consistent can they be? And it's about locking in every day. And he's growing every single day, which is great. Anthony Wigan is somebody who came in last year. The decision was made to redshirt him, so he still has a couple of years of eligibility remaining. So as he pushes forward, uh, not just as a contributor, but what kind of foundation does he have? He's powerful. Um, great leg drive. You know, is, is learning how to be a technician as well. Um, but, you know, I can see him helping us this year or, and for sure um, years to come because of you know what he has and the tools that he's has and if I can get him to perform at a high level he'll be a very very good guard and he'll be a very good football player and he's he's starting to see it and he's starting to build more confidence in himself and it's uh he's a guy that you'll definitely you know be seeing Des Holmes is a guy that's seen some time at tackle and at guard you've had a chance to work with him when you've worked with him what do you like everything <laughs> he's he is Love. I mean, always asking me questions. You know, always locked in. You know, is a guy that goes 100 miles per hour every play, uh, and he can play both guard and tackle, which is great. And you know, he's fighting to play a lot of ball, um, if not starting. So he's doing a heck of a job. He's a guy that you know you're going to see a lot on Saturday. All right, uh, a guy that maybe people don't know much about, but he can plug in a couple of spots, Bryce Effner. Uh, when you see him, I mean, look, he's still in the infancy of what he's trying to do, but what do you like? Yeah, I, you know, I like Bryce. He has good feet. Um, you know, he's a guy that can play both left and right tackle, 
and you know I'm going to probably keep him there. Um, I think he's athletic enough to play on the edge, and um, you know he's a guy that again is a, is a future for us. Um, that you know we might get in to you know play if uh, if need be, but he's a guy that for sure um, you're going to see you know as a develop as he develops, he's gonna, he's going to play some a lot of football for us. Phil, uh, everyone talks about cohesion on the offensive line all the time. Is that something that can be developed in the preseason, or is it something you really have to see in a game? Uh, I think it definitely can be in the preseason. Um, you know, through live situations, uh, through you know scrimmages, um, you don't really get the feel of the realness of it until the game. But I think you can be very close, and you can get your guys to you know, kind of bond and make sure they're communicating, make sure they're understanding if you really harp it. Um, and you kind of, you know, if you make, you know, scout team, if you make that feel like the game, if you make live situations feel like the game, if you get as many game reps as possible, then you're, you you guys go out to the game and feel comfortable. And I think that's what Coach Franklin's really good at, um, being able to make sure that when we get to Saturday, we've already played the game. You know, we already feel comfortable. We already have confidence of, you know, what's going to happen. And he puts situations throughout throughout the day and, and throughout practice that get us ready for the game. And, you know, that that's how, you know, I feel that, you know, Saturday we're going to go out and, and we're going to play very well. So based on that answer, where do you feel you are on cohesion in this preseason based on the situations Coach Franklin has put them in? Uh, I feel really good. You know, I feel, um, you know, we're we're ready to go. Uh, you know, we still have to, you know, still keep developing, keep getting better, keep working on our technique. Um, but, you know, I'm, we're 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 getting closer and closer every day. And, uh, you know, I can't wait for the first game. And finally, for you, um, obviously, it's not like you know you don't have any Pennsylvania roots. You do. Uh, what does this mean for you? To be now an offensive line coach at Penn State with the tradition it has, because you've been at other places that have great tradition as well. Uh, everything. That's why I came here. You know, being two and a half hours away, um, growing up being a Penn State fan. Um, you know, wishing. I know if you know the story. I wish I I would have been able to come and play here. I know. Um, but you know, coming to be able to coach and and be a part of this program and being being our, being part of the culture and, and the success and keep it going and you know my goal I won two national championships as a player and and I want to win one as a coach so uh, I'm going to give everything I got for that to happen and I want to do it here Um, so Penn State is so fortunate to have you and so and we're grateful that you took time to be with us this evening thank you so much Phil and best of luck as we get closer to the season here thank you very much that's Phil Troutwine. Penn State will open with Indiana Saturday at Memorial Stadium in Bloomington. Kickoff set for 3.30. We're on beginning at 2 o'clock from Bloomington. We'll come back with more in a moment. Brought to you by Sunbury Motors on News Radio 1070 WKOK. 
When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Great to have you with us on the show today. Obviously, the you know the tough news with for Journey Brown that the door may be open to him possibly not playing this season. Ah, that's that's hard. It's, look, any of us who are around Journey Brown, uh, not only a, an excellent football player, but he's just a great guy to be around. I mean, he's the kind of guy you root for to have success. So, I mean, we'll see how that plays out over time. Uh, all we really care about is his health and well-being, and you know, and then you know, eventually get him back on a football field because I think he can make a living at doing this uh, down the road. So, so that's what we're looking at with him. That means Noah Kane, Devin Ford, Keziah Holmes, Kevon Lee. Those would be the names that you'd look for right away. It'll be the 134th season of Penn State football, 125th season of Big Ten football. which gets underway with Illinois and Wisconsin on Friday night at 8 o'clock. That game will be in Madison. And off and running. I mean, we're having press conferences now talking about games this week. That's that's big. Daily testing can't be a lax on daily testing. You know, just because you're having it doesn't mean you can relax and be fine. And there are several elements. I mean, there's certain things that they're going to do. Normally, they eat in the plane, and they usually get about. Um, um, they usually get um, on the plane. Everybody has their own food bag, and United does a great job with it. Can't do that. They're going to have to eat before they leave. I believe everybody's getting individual rooms. Uh, as I mentioned before, we're not allowed to stay with them. But here's another part that is interesting. How much contact you have with people from outside the organization, including your parents, before or after the game, you really have to cut that off. And, and here's the other part. You have 50 players staying back here. You can only travel 74. You can't take everybody with you. So they have to remain disciplined. The group that's here needs to be absolutely vigilant and disciplined with what's going on. And even if it's something that's inadvertent, something that's inadvertent, you have to stay away from that. 
you know, you didn't think about it. You went someplace. You know, I mean, uh, it's not one of those like, hey, nobody's here. I'll just do what I want. I don't mean that. I think what happens is that you sit there and when you're looking at it, you're like, oh, you know, I, you know, okay, nobody's here. I, I, I need a bite to eat, so I'm going to go out and get a bite to eat because, you know, I want to. Okay. Uh, great. Except then you run into somebody and you didn't realize that, uh, oh, you know, they have it. That's how touchy this is. So even the people that stay back here have to be vigilant. That's the world of 2020 right there in a nutshell. Uh, Great news, by the way, that the security for the suit on Friday was outstanding. That's what I was told exactly. It was outstanding. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. And the reason I'm not surprised is... That we hire the best. Always. Moose and, Moose and Rocco. <laughs> just yeah. Tr- tremendous. I mean, really, I mean, doesn't get any better than Moose and Rocco. You weren't a believer. You weren't a believer. <laughs> I was not, no. And you want to you, you want to know the incentive I gave to Moose and Rocco? That was. Remember, the chief could be collateral damage. <laughs> now, if that if that doesn't motivate somebody, nothing does. True. World Series game one tonight: uh, Rays, Dodgers. Uh, former State College Spike Tyler Glass now gets the ball tonight against some guy named Clayton Kershaw. And then there's this story. Do you see this? The Washtenaw County Health Department has issued a stay-in-place order Tuesday for the University of Michigan undergraduate students beginning immediately due to a rise in COVID-19 cases. But the order will not impact the athletic team. Michigan football team plays at Minnesota this weekend. Okay, then. The order says the athletic medical staff must be present during the entire process and actively supervise the team's COVID-19 mitigation activities during practice. They have the authority to suspend the practice if he or she believes COVID-19 mitigation practices require that result. Michigan now has 4,229 confirmed cases of COVID-19, and there were more than 1,000 confirmed among the students at the Ann Arbor campus since the start of the fall semester. (laughs) Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. 
All right, great to have you with us. Brought to you by our good friends at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Key, Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf, online at sunburymotors.com, Ford Lincoln Kia Hyundai. Awesome new inventory. And then, eh, maybe pre-owned inventory, maybe that's what you prefer. Some people do prefer. Or maybe your budget says you should prefer it. Either way, Sunbury Motors has a great selection of pre-owned inventory. Fabulous service department to back it up. All at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Key Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. So Penn State obviously does not have the availability of two-star players. Micah Parsons and Journey Brown. What is interesting, though, moving forward, because you do have to move forward, is they happen to be two positions of depth for Penn State, and I mean like quality depth. So, yes, you lose an X-factor player in Parsons. That's hard to lose. But Jesse Lucchetta is a really good player. Really good player. And Lance Dixon will get more of a chance to play. On the other side, you get a kid like Curtis Jacobs. All right? Um, So you've got that. And then you go to the running back spot. Journey Brown. And Journey gained, what, 840 yards last year, but he was over uh, 105 of the last six, including 202 in the Cotton Bowl. And he, that's also a position, though, with Noah Kane, Devin Ford, Keziah Holmes, Kevon Lee, that, again, they have depth, quality depth. People forget in the Cotton Bowl, Noah Kane in limited carries ran for 92 yards. Anytime somebody runs for 202, the guy that runs for 92 is going to get lost in the shuffle. That's only natural. 202 is a headline number, especially when no other running back in the long-esteemed history of Penn State football has run over for 200 yards in a bowl game. It's the first time it's ever happened. But Noah ran for 92 in that game. So even though not having Journey Brown available is tough because he's great guy and has been developing into a fabulous football player. It also is a spot that Penn State has other quality players. That's why I always get a kick out of when I hear, oh, they recruited a lot of running backs. When we heard that last year, they recruited two more running backs. They recruited Lee and Holmes. They already got Ford and Kane. And, uh, um, they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. That's why, um, you know, you, certain spots where you can't have enough guys. That's one of them. Be a lot of talk about Parker Washington being listed as a one. Parker Washington has had an excellent camp. He was a guy that a lot of us looked at coming in as a possibility of let's see what he can do. And he uh, he's gone out there and he's 
in practice been what you hoped it would be. And that gives them more flexibility with a guy like Jahan Dotson and Keandre Lambert Smith is another youngster that's going to get an opportunity to get in there the unsung guy is going to be Cam Sullivan Brown you look at the watch the Maryland game last year Cam Sullivan Brown was really starting to come into his own and it gets lost in that game two things in the Maryland game a year ago get lost because it was such an easy win for Penn State, and it was. It was an easy win. It just were way better. But two elements got lost in that game because of you know the scoring with Sean Clifford ran for a score. K.J. Hamler had a great game and a big touchdown. But the two elements that got lost in that game is if you watch it, Cam Sullivan Brown was having a really, really good game. And then he got banged up. The other one was, I think people forget this, in the first quarter of that game, like the game is in its infancy. Micah Parsons got a targeting call and was out the rest of the game. And Jesse Lucetta stepped in and played a terrific game. Now, I know it's only one game, but at least gives you some perspective. Okay. Hmm. So, just a couple thoughts. Uh, World Series game one tonight. Former Spike Tyler Glass now gets the ball for Tampa Bay, and Clayton Kershaw will be on the mound for the Dodgers tonight in Arlington saw that Tom Boswell for the first time in his since 1975 will not be covering the World Series. Uh, COVID, the factors. Uh, Washington Post will have a presence there. Uh, two guys that we've had on the show, Dave Shaheen and uh, Barry Saluga, will both be there. But uh, that's uh, but no Tom Boswell. Thomas Boswell, first time, not there. Everyone thinks the Dodgers is the, happen to be the prohibitive favorite. Although Kevin Cash did something the other night. I know they won the game. But you got Blake Snell, who's going along doing fine. He's been your ace over the last couple of years. And even he was miffed. And I don't blame him. They took him out. Was it game six? Maybe it was game six they took him out. Because Morton pitched game seven. I don't get this. Maybe it's just the like the get off my lawn deal with the old guy here, but I sit back and go, "Are you kidding me? Really? He's out." I 
I was confused. <laughs> I was confused. So, oh well. That's what they decided to do. They got away. You know, they he's in the World Series as a manager. I'm not. But some of the stuff with, with the analytics stuff, I can understand. And others where I sit back and I shake my head and I'm thinking, oh, my goodness. I don't know. It's just different. Completely different. Boy, the Cowboys looked good last night, huh? I thought they looked great. <laughs> you know what, Steve? I've somehow came to the conclusion last night that the Eagles, as long as they don't lose Carson Wentz or their 5,000 injuries they've had this year, I think are the best team in this division, <laughs> which is uh, insane. Could that, now that could the, change Thursday night, but right now they are in the best spot to win the division because they have the best quarterback in this division right now. They do. They do. Did you see Fitzpatrick's out to a tongue of Viola as the starting quarterback for the Dolphins? Yeah, this I don't understand either. And if they're basing it just on the fact that Ryan Fitzpatrick's playing well and it's going to be difficult for them to go to Tua if they keep winning and keep staying in the playoff picture and the division picture then that is the dumbest reason I've ever heard. Okay, you can have a first-round pick quarterback sit out a year or two. It's been done before, a.k.a. Patrick Mahomes two, three years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, the Miami Dolphins organization continues to make the stupidest of decisions. Uh, well, first of all, well, let me say this about Brian Flores, the head coach. I thought Brian Flores last year was given a very tough hand by his management. And yet, he did a heck of a job. I thought, I even said at the end of last year, I said, this guy deserves votes for Coach of the Year, because remember, everyone was talking about how they're trying to lose. And he didn't lose. I mean, you got to give credit where credit's due. Fitzpatrick has been a quarterback during his time in the NFL that has always had the ability to win certain games and has only had the ability to take a team so far. How about how about that assessment? That's fair. Right. So now maybe they're asking themselves maybe they're asking themselves is there only so far he can take them? Now, it's not as if you can say, well, it's because two has been so impressive in practice. Normally, the number two quarterback in an NFL system does not get many reps. They get some, but not many reps with the first group. Just don't. And that's the way I never, I've never, you know, as somebody who's not around the NFL all the time, I never quite understood that. But it's a fact. And one of, these, one of these days I'll have to ask James about that, what the thought process is behind that. Because obviously he was with Green Bay. And he knew, obviously, what Green Bay was trying to do and 
how they're trying to go about it and, and so forth. Um, but so it's not like the two went out there and like wowed everybody in practice and you went, whoa, okay, great, awesome, incredible. Um, no, it hasn't been like that. Um, so, um, but they maybe they feel at three and three, and right now a game back of Buffalo in the division. Some reason the Jets don't seem like a factor. I gotta, <laughs> Chris Elio just feels like I'm just you know, you know being mean. <laughs> but the um, maybe they feel the Tua is what puts them over the top to get to the playoffs with ten games to play. This is a bye week, by the way. Uh, the Dolphins are not playing this week. They don't play till November 1st. Maybe that's part of it. I don't know. Um, it, seriously, maybe they feel that, that this guy can get them over the top as opposed to the other guy can get you so far. I don't know. I feel like with that logic, you would want to stick with what's working until it doesn't. Then you make a change. I don't know. I mean, sure, you have the bye week to get him ready, and I can see the timing from that aspect. But to me, if I'm a game back in my division, I'm sticking with what's working. Have they been perfect? No, they're they're not by all means that great a team. And we know Ryan Fitzpatrick's not the end-all, be-all. But to me, you got to stick with what's working until it doesn't work anymore. That's what a good coach does, in my opinion. I don't know. Uh, I'm just saying that might be behind it. It's not as if Tua goes out there and there's a problem. They can't go back to Fitzpatrick. They can. So remember that that as well. They can go back to the other guy. He's still there. They didn't deal him. And Fitzpatrick's the kind of guy that can come off the bench and win for you. Just a thought. Uh, they're three and three. Game back. Buffalo lost last night to Kansas City. They're now four and two. They've lost back to back games. Uh, the Cowboys looked fabulous last night. I really. You know, it's, it's interesting. I watched a little bit of the game last night. Elliot, who, uh, who when he's had a great offensive line, has been a great runner. But they don't have the offensive line. And you can tell it is really affecting how he plays the game. And their defense is just not good. Just not good. Which is amazing considering all the talent they have and they got back. Well, they've been trying to trade and upgrade and trade and upgrade and trade and upgrade. They've been trying to do that the entire time. And they can't they can't do it. Can't do it. Dallas is one of eight teams in the NFL 
that since 1996, so this is almost 25 years now, they're one of eight teams in the NFL to not make a conference championship game in the last 24 years. Think about that. I love it. Eagles have made a lot of them. They just don't win them. All right, so... um, (laughs) (laughs) We won a Super Bowl. Okay, you got your one. I got it. All right. Yes, that's exactly right. Yeah, you got your one. There's some that have four, others have five or six. And been to two in that span. And been to two. Just throwing the numbers out there. I wouldn't use the word throwing when it comes to the first one. (laughs) Bad incident in the fourth quarter (laughs) when everything was on the line, okay? Come back with more in a moment. McNabb, he was just a little nervous. All right. It's a little uptight. Big moment. When previously your most successful coach was Buck Shaw, that's a long time ago. We'll come back with more in a moment. As the Eagles prepare. In fact, you know what the Eagles were practicing today? Two-point conversion plays. Here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. You're going to take that one Super Bowl to your grave. It's going to be, it's going to be your calling card. I'll never forget this young guy coming up to me. The Steelers are about to play in Super Bowl 40. All right, they're going to play Seattle, which may have been one of the worst played Super Bowls. Actually, not not worst play. One of the worst officiated Super Bowls I've ever seen. Oh, in my life. yeah. It was, ter- oh, it was, yeah. It was terrible, yeah. right? And he comes up to me and he says, one for the thumb, one for the thumb. And I said, you weren't even alive for the other four. What the heck? One for the thumb. Like, <laughs> if you're not alive, it's like me claiming 1918 as a Red Sox championship. Really? Okay, great. I see the banner when I walk into Fenway Park. I got it. <laughs> so that's your baby. Yes, until they hopefully win another one or two. At least that one could be that. my All baby that day one. <laughs> Before that, I had to hang on to the Super it's Bowl so, 39 loss. I, I mean, so far, Luke has a win and a tie. Yeah, yeah. I've apologized to him several times. This is really not what it looks like. <laughs> but he sees all the Super Bowl stuff in the man cave, so he knows he knows it'll get better. I think. You're dressing him up as a cow for Halloween. (laughs) That's true. As a father, you thought that was a good idea? I thought it was cute. I'm a football player. Make him look tough. Put some little bit of eye black underneath the eyes. We'll get there. We'll get there. I want to be able to walk first, and then he can, like, go for it. Why the standards? <laughs> gotta earn it. You gotta earn now we're gonna now we're gonna make the youngster earn it. 
Oh, my goodness. I told you, stop talking to the suit about parenting.